millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the files of the AYR. YaoiHunters.com The most common reported colour of the yaoi is a reddy, rusty brown, with a similar colour and hair length to an orangutan. Researchers examined the protein sequences of Gigantopithecus teeth to discover the orangutan is the closest modern relative. Giganto is said to be the largest living primate in history, standing as high as 10 to 12 feet tall. It's been bantered round for decades about Bigfoot being an extant giganto. But frankly, I've never been a fan of the Gigantopithecus model. That was until recent finds closer to home. In 2016, surprising new fossil evidence of Giganto had been discovered as close as Indonesia. Just a stone's throw away from Australia's doorstep. The current scientific thinking is that it died out about 100,000 years ago. But archaeology and paleoarchaeology facts frequently change with each new find. In many ways, it's an unstable vocation which constantly overwrites itself. Now, having recent discovery of fossils in Indonesia and knowing about the Arafura Shelf at the top end of Australia which is the land bridge linking Australia to New Guinea and towards Indonesia that existed up to only 7,000 years ago. It's plausible for Giganto and other species to have walked and island hopped here for millions of years before becoming land trapped as the sea levels rose, cutting off Australia from the rest of the world. Whatever was here, stayed here. But what of sightings of white yaois in Australia? Why aren't they isolated to the alpine regions as they are in other countries? Yet another curveball. Or not. When we consider the diverse skin and hair colours of Homo sapiens, or even dogs and cats for that matter, it's perfectly natural for hominids to have the same variables. Such as Snowflake, the albino gorilla caught in Equatorial Guinea in 1966. And Alba, the albino orangutan, caught where? Indonesia, in 2017. 
exception rather than the rule. There's been reported sightings of white or blonde coloured yaois in Australia since 1878. Over the past 20 years or so, I've investigated Yowie reports along the line of bushland corridor between the towns of Browns Plains and Mount Cotton in southeast Queensland. On the east side of the highway, the bushland begins again at Daisy Hill. Daisy Hill has recent form, including my own close contact sighting in June of 1999. You can read about that in our AYR database. To the west side of the highway, Yowie reports have bushland corridors linking to nearly all Yowie sightings in southeast Queensland, including reports of white or blonde coloured Yowies. Let's head back to 1977 and a location linked to this bushland corridor involving another sighting of a seven foot blonde. Welcome to Karawatha. I'm 53 now. Uh, we would have been 18. You got Karawatha State Forest just at the back of Woodridge, sort of in between Brown Springs and Woodridge. It used to be called the flat tracks back then. Like it was just all bush. We used to go forward in the motorbike riding up there and stuff. But we were in the four wheel drive that night. We seen what we seen. So, so we were up there just looking for car parts, whatever, and just forward around. Just you know, there was only three of us. So it was me, mate Chris, and uh, another mate Pooey and myself. We seen a like a scrub bull, or just a wild cow up there, which used to see every now and then. But um, we went home and then I told my dad that we seen the cow up there. So he said, we'll grab the 303 and, and go and get it. So off we went, we grabbed the 303 and made out of 22 semi-auto. We took them up there and we're looking around, driving around everywhere, looking for the cow. Yeah, we come down, there's a power line track that ran down from a spot used to call Mother Hill. So we come up around that and then up at this big gravel hill and then down the other side and then down to Illowina Street on this power line track. The track was either side of, of the power line towers or whatever. We are coming down on the left-hand one heading towards the road. There's all little shrubs and stuff in the middle. And then we thought, oh, we'll just split round, just have a pan round with the spotlights because we had all the roof spotlights and stuff on his old 40. And just have a pan round through the sticks there before we drive right out. Yeah, as we panned around, we split through the shrubs and then panned around. This thing was standing straight there, holding down like a sapling or tree branch, but sat like bent down on one hand. And sort of reaching up at it, and then just we just lit it up with spotlights, and then you know we stopped it, stopped, and then sort of stared at each other for a minute, and then the tree go and turned and took off. As it took off, it just and that's what got me with that story. Sent me like it just dropped and just bulldozed like little trees and shrubs and stuff, and just gone. So, uh, and then we I tailed it, hung a screaming Yui, and took off and out on the road and gone. So. Pretty much it, but it was a white. You're a bit reddish brown and brown and black. This one was like a dirty white. I just got back in touch with me, mate Chris, after years of not, you know, just not seeing each other and talking. I finally got in touch with each other a couple of years ago. And he just asked me the other night, like we're talking on the phone. He goes, What do you recall? We did see what we seen. And then it was too, way too tall, way too big to be a. You know, a man in a monkey suit or what he didn't even look like a monkey suit. It just looked hairy, but the skin parts you could see looked fairish, like not dark. It was big, like real tall, 
and big set, like not block shaped and everything, like sort of like more like a man shape, I suppose, but big and took off like it was fast. Like it turned, just let go of the tree or the branch that it had hold of, and that flicked up, and then it just sort of turned on the spot and started running and then just dropped and, and just kept going. This little forbing we made had had no front doors on it or roof, so it was just a little open top of, of the Hatsu thing, and I had the 303 shoved down, you know, at my left leg, and it, it had a full clip in it, and, and people say, oh, why didn't you shoot it, and all that sort of stuff, but you didn't even, didn't even think about the gun, you know, and that's what that bloke said, sort of freaky, but he said the same thing. Like, I don't know, you just, you just pull up, you just... But we, he just, we mate just hit the brakes and we, he was in the spotlights and that was it. We just all sort of stared at each other. Yeah, it's staring at us and us staring at it and, and it, it took off, so we took off. We sort of watched it bolt and drop and keep going and then we just turned in the car and boom, we were, we were out of it. Because it was, it was a big thing, you know, it wasn't, wasn't no person. It was, it was massive. Yeah, first thought was Jesus. So it must have known. There was no secret us being there. We were in a four-wheel drive, spotlights blaring, coming down one track, and the other track was just to our right. So it must have just thought we were driving out. I don't know. And then we just split through the little shrubby bits in the middle straight onto the other track, and that's when we lit it up. So it was just there. It was just, I don't know, probably 50 foot away from us. We were on one side of the track. It was just in off the track, just in the tree line. There's no way it didn't know we were there, and it was still going, doing whatever it was doing with a tree. I don't even know what it was doing. It was a tree, but it was pulling. It was pulling. It had the top pulled down, sort of its head level, and it had its other hand was up. I don't know whether it was picking something, breaking something. I don't know what it was doing. Just busy doing whatever it was doing. Oof, heaps bigger than us. One of my 5'9", or whatever I am, mate Chris, was, he's about the same. And just looking at it, sitting in the car, looking at it, like, I don't know, it had to be like at least seven foot, if not bigger. It was big. It was just big, real big blocks. That's what I mean. Like a, a lot of people say that block shape, square, heavy settled. This thing was just big. To me, it looked human shape, but big, huge arms and stuff, and huge, just big, broad, you know, big chest, just big. It had a shape about it, big, like big, heavy, heavy shape. I mean, muscle-heavy, like big. Some people say they look like gorillas and stuff, but they didn't look anything like that. They look more human. I think I was looking more at what it was doing with the tree or its arms up sort of thing. My mate, Chris, he remembers the face, like the front of it. You could see skin on the front of it. Mm-hmm. And its hands, you could see skin. That's what's saying that the skin, the skin wasn't dark, like you'd expect if it was monkey or something, or you'd expect dark skin, but... But he sort of looked more at his face than anywhere else, I suppose. He said it's like it had a nose, it had like a face. So he he seen that. I seen skin, but and the shape and whatever it was doing with its hands sort of thing. But I was in the front passenger. He was driving, and my mate Pui was sitting up in the back, hanging off the roll bar sort of thing. And he, he was looking between us, so he seen he seen it as well. But seen the eyes, like they looked straight at us, but I can't remember what colour they were or how big they were, or it was. Eyes looking straight at us, I know that. It looked at us, it, we looked at it, but we probably had the same look on our face. So, yeah, it was just, um, it was a shock thing. Like, it was just, like, whatever it was doing, it just stopped and it just stared straight at us. And then, I don't know, we didn't make a noise or nothing. The car was just sitting there running because as he's lit, lit it up with the spotties, he's just stopped. It's just sitting there straight in the spotlights. And 
and then it was fairly close sort of thing, like it was just in the tree line, 15 foot, something like that, like two car lengths. To me, it looked all in proportion. Nothing looked sort of out of whack. Its arms didn't look too long for it or anything, but they were big, like big, big arms. That's the thing that got us the size, like it was, it was big. It was pulling it down with its right hand and reaching up with its left. And yeah, you could see skin like it was. There was hair there as well. But the hair it was longish and it was matted sort of, but it wasn't real scruffy and woolly and everything. It sort of all flowed one way, and hung down sort of thing. Like it wasn't real scruffy and messy looking or anything like that. So like longish, a good few inches long, three to four maybe inches, something like that. It wasn't matted, sticking out everywhere. It was sort of all just fallen one way, but you could see it was shaggy sort of. It's all lit up in the spotlight as well, so we're just bright. When I say dirty white, it was like a, like an off-white T-shirty sort of a colour, but a bit, a little bit dirtier, I suppose, like, I don't know. But not dirty, dirty. It was just an off-white, like a dirty white sort of colour. But I do remember its hands, yeah, like the, the hands especially and its arms. I mean, like that was in its chest, like it was, yeah, real big, big arms, big shoulders, just a big built thing and tall. People say, it's just someone muck, mucking around, right? No. This thing was too way too big to be someone in a suit and the way it moved when it took off, it was just, you know. And then a mate of mine, Kenny McGregor, he lived up on Wembley Road, they had a farm up there. He went real quiet and then he, he hit me up and he goes, my dad's seen the same sort of thing. That was like at the chickens or whatever out the back and he's gone out with a dolphin, dropped the torch and he's legged it back inside. And that's not far away from where we were because Illawina Street runs off Wembley Road. He believed me. He's like, well, does I feel, feel bad for me dad now, you know? Like, I don't know. I don't know what his dad seen, but he said it was a big white. He called it a yowie too, like big white yowie. He said, was into the chickens or whatever out the back. Big white thing. That's what his dad said. So its head, I wouldn't say pointy or nothing, but it was just a sort of normalish looking head, but it sort of looked like it got wider as it came down. Yeah, like it had its arms up. So its shoulders were all sort of rolled up. I couldn't tell if it had a normal neck or a, when it let the tree go, it just it just spun on the spot and started running. So we were calling it a him, so it sort of looked like a, a man, a boy or a man. Or... It didn't look old. Like it looked full grown, so I wouldn't say young. Like It looked older than us, the size it was and stuff. It didn't look old, didn't look decrepit or anything. It was pretty like solid looking and... Yeah, so it just sort of pivoted on the spot and started running. And then as it started running, like, I don't know, half a dozen steps or whatever, like sprint, and then just dropped. Like, just dropped down, boom, forward, and just kept running. And then we couldn't see it. All we could see was everything just getting crashed and smashed. Like, little she-oak and scrub, just small scrub. There's big trees in there too, but it didn't hit any big trees. It took out all of the scrubby stuff as it took off. Gateway motorway runs right through where Mother Hill used to be now. So Ipswich motorway. So you got the Ipswich motorway, then you got the Gateway motorway branch that comes through and meets the Ipswich motorway, and then you can go left to, to go to the Gold Coast. It was pretty much in that junction there of where the three highways sort of all merge. Yeah, we just couldn't believe it. We got out, we hit Illawina Street, and we just kept going, and we got up on Wembley Road. Then we started, you know, what the. It was that and rah, rah, and, yeah, it was just, like, far out, and we are all like, did you see this, did you see that? And, yeah, it was it was full on. And then got home and telling me dad and mum and my girlfriend, and they are all going, oh, yeah, 
Nobody ever believes you. But we've seen what we've seen. We know that 100%. He must have looked straight at its face, you know, whereas I was, I was watching what it was doing. I did look at its face, but it, more the whole thing I was looking at. So, yeah. We've seen what we've seen that night. So i got no doubt they're there. And they say, oh, well, how come there are no dead ones? How come this? How come that? Well, who knows? But we've seen what we've seen that night. Reports of white yowies have existed in Australia since the 1800s, and not too long into the first written words of this country. Thanks for listening.